Good afternoon. Welcome to Long Live the First Amendment and Free Speech Podcast. Free Press Media Press Inc. sponsors this podcast. I'm Andrew Bouchard. Today, I read the case Yates v. State, 766-SW-2D-286, Texas Court of Appeals, 5th District, 1989. Rejoice, my friends. I got a case to inspire you, to motivate you, to stimulate you. Let us dig in. What happened in Yates versus State? Let me tell you. It says, quote, Violet Yates appeals her conviction by a jury for promotion of obscenity. The jury assessed punishment at confinement in the Dallas County Jail for one year and a $500 fine with both probated for 365 days. End quote. That sounds ridiculous to me. One year in jail. Wife beaters don't get that much. A $500 fine is less than 1000 or 2000 which we see in some of these obscenity cases. But still, it's too much. And like I always like to say, you got to adjust that for inflation. 1989 was about 30 years ago. So adjust that for inflation. And it sucks even more. What else went on here? It says, quote, The facts in this case show that officers Kathy Calhoun, Julian Burnell, and Ronnie Bardwin entered the Red Letter News Bookstore in Dallas. After they entered, Officer Burnell walked behind the sales counter to speak with Yates and fill out some paperwork. Officer Bardwin and Calhoun proceeded to confiscate bag and inventory 114 allegedly obscene devices that were prominently displayed on the shelves throughout the store. Of the devices confiscated by the officers, many were dildos that displayed red tag stains for novelty use only. At trial, Officer Calhoun testified that Yates was a manager and sole employee in the store at the time the officers confiscated the devices. Officer Burnell testified that Yates could easily see the devices from the elevated checkout area where she was positioned and that Yates had control and custody of the store. Officer Burnell further testified that while the officers were seizing the devices, Yates stated that she used these devices on a regular basis since she had no husband or boyfriend. Officer Burnell understood Yates to mean that she used these items for sexual gratification. Although the officers did not arrest Yates at this time, they found common procedures of the Dallas Police Department and later filed charges on Yates at large. Yates was originally charged with Roni obscene devices by manufacturing and exhibiting and advertising the devices. However, on the day of the trial, the court allowed the state to amend the charging instrument by eliminating the word manufacturing. Ultimately, the court's charge to the jury included, in pertinent part, the language that Yates did lawfully, unlawfully did sick, then and there knowingly and intentionally promote six or more obscene devices, namely dildos, by exhibiting and advertising said devices. End quote. What do you think about that? What do you think about that? It's something else if you ask me. I'm tempted to one day carry five obscene devices with me. So then some law enforcement agent will think, ha 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 ha, I got them. This is going to be my career booster. I'm going to get a promotion. I'm going to be the hero of the land. And then they grab them and then... The court rules. Nope, it has to be six or more. 
It's a little sad to hear that Yates here didn't have a husband or boyfriend, but she has every right to use one of those devices if she doesn't. Maybe since then she did find a husband or boyfriend. And that's the thing about these laws is you can have promiscuous sex that spreads diseases, that causes pregnancies, all you want. No cop is going to stop you. But if you use a dildo, in Texas at least, cops might stop you. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Has anyone ever been to Red Letter News in Dallas? I don't know if it's still around anymore. Maybe it is. If it had to face things like this, it would be hard for it to stand. But we admire them. They had several points of contention that they tried to bring up. One was an issue about wording of the instructions. They had some evidentiary matters. How did it end up? It says, quote, What does it say? It says, quote, They affirm the trial court's judgment, end quote. Alas, alas. Yates gets a nod and applause, a thumbs up for trying. Way to go, Yates. You did the right thing by fighting this. Yates, where are you now? Where are you now? Are you in First Amendment heaven? You very well might be, which is where we need to strive to go. So how will you do what you can to enter First Amendment heaven? What noble deeds will you do to earn that honor? Keep that in mind as you go through your day. How will you advance the First Amendment, freedom of speech, and third parties today? Long live the First Amendment and free speech. Goodbye.